I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, small town Welsh football club, is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Did you hear? Sweet Tooth got paroled today. Yeah, I thought that clown was in for life. Sweet Tooth got out today. He's probably living the high life. Circuses. Birthday parties. No, actually, he's driving a nice cream truck. Get out of town. Sweet Tooth is back in Twisted Metal 3 with enough weapons to make any angry driver happy. <laughs> you go, Sweet Tooth. Yeah, you went with Twisted Metal Three ad out of all the ones to choose from. It was the only good ad <laughs> of all of the ads. Really? <laughs> yeah. They're all bad. For real though, that uh, the, all of the commercials for Twisted Metal, this was the only yeah. one that like was good. It's the rest are fantastic. I love it. That, that that's because it needed the most marketing, right? Yeah. Even though it was we, the we worst of the series, it's a terrible game. It's not yeah. good. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, it's this Play Retro. I'm uh, one of your hosts. I'm Scott Johnson, and I have more homing missiles trained on you than you will ever know how to deal with. Not only that, I'm a man strapped to a pair of giant wheels, and there's no coming back from something like that. Needles cane for life! Needles cane for life, baby! And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I think this clown is trying to sell me some frozen treats from his demonic, heavy metal, blaring, maniac, terror-laughing ice cream truck. But I ain't so much into ice cream ever since my dad replaced my arms with giant tires that made me look like some kind of humanoid cobot. Mm. I mean, how would I even consume an icy cone sweet? Put it on the road and let me lick it as I zoom by. Mm. Tastes <laughs> like bloody soaked hot pavement and tears. I am Calypso, and I thank you for playing Twisted Metal. Oh, Calypso. Welcome. To Twisted Metal. That's the guy. Oh, Calypso. Hello. And I thank you for playing Twisted Metal, you morons. The best commercial and the best uh, cutscene, although the worst but best cutscene, are in three. But three sucks. Oh, so yeah. we're the- going to talk about why three sucks, yeah. why one is great, why two is amazing, and why four is okay. Four is okay. And then there's this weird small brawl thing that I never played until this week. We never gotta, even knew existed until I didn't either, dude. myself. That was, was like, news to this? me. Never even saw a commercial for it. Never heard about it. Never no, saw it in a store. Nothing. I think that thing probably didn't do well because they didn't market it at all. No. Uh, but we'll get to all of that in a minute. Before we do, a couple things this week. Um, so I just wanted to recommend a roguelike that's a relatively new game, but I think I think retro players might enjoy it, especially if you have a Steam Deck and you're looking for something to just while away the time while you're out somewhere or traveling or something this summer. While away the hours. That's right. The game is called Patch Quest, and oh. um, it's very good. Very, very, very good. I, I think I played this game last week with my Windows 
I don't oh. like that idea. You patch might quest. have. You might have. It's uh, yeah, no, yeah, not that kind of patch. <laughs> it is really, really fun and uh, has a really great loop and makes you do a lot of crazy things. And most of it feels like, even though it's a, it's a modern game, it has a retro feeling. Not even the graphics aren't even retro. It's just kind of like. I don't know. It feels they're like low. They're uh, not really low poly. They're 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 simple graphics, but I like how they're looking here. Yeah, I like, I like this. It's thing. awesome. It's a rad game. Very colorful. I highly recommend it. It's very very fun, and I think it's only like twelve bucks or maybe. 15. This is a good idea because this is this is a very uh very nice game to get that twisted metal bitter taste out of because twisted metal is is awesome, mm-hmm. but it kind of leaves you a little bit jaded. Yeah. And this looks very happy and a very uh, just a very good. Uh, uh, palate cleanser, if you will. Yeah, super fun. Now you can adjust the difficulty on it, but by default, the game's actually pretty hard. Uh, so that's one thing right. I would warn people about. There are fights in the game that remind me of sort of bullet hell shooters, but not in an annoying way for me anyway. Um, I just found myself enamored, and I think this is mm-hmm. a good mm-hmm. one. I'll probably go a little deeper on core, uh, just because we do a big thing about games we played that week. What is what is core? About. What is what is that? That's what is- a video game show where we talk about modern games and news. Oh, um, yeah, God. yeah, you might be familiar. Uh, they, you know what? Games after 30 years ago, Brian, they kept on making them. They kept going and changing and growing and stuff. I Bullshit. Don't that. Yeah. I'm not believing it. You know, look at you. I'm looking at you right now, and you got 1080 Avalanche running on a screen. What's the other one doing? I'm 90s for life, baby. I'm running my Sega Genesis back there. Those zombies, they ate my neighbors on my Model 2 Sega Genesis. Then yep. we got uh, a Wii running some GameCube emulation, even though just because I haven't put my GameCube up yet. Running some uh, some 1080, the Avalanche, where you, you do a little snowboarding. Yeah, yeah baby. It's then, the 90s. Yep, Suck it, a, Johnson. You got an OutRun uh, marquee back there from an OutRun yeah, arcade yeah, got game. Yeah, got the OutRun. I, I worked on my office a little bit, so it's, it's, it's still got a long way to go. I still got a big, giant mess, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm starting to get there. You know what there. I want to do? This is what I want to do. Brian Abbott kind of does this. I want to go crazy with it. I want my entire yeah. background to look like an old 80s arcade. And I don't just mean there'd be like machines there. Uh, yeah. That'd be nice. But what I mean is just like the marquees, some neon lighting, some like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that's like distinctly what? from What's the era. You? I don't know. What, what is stopping You're, me? Nothing. That's Time. the great thing about getting uh, to, to being into retro stuff. If you're into retro stuff, you're probably old enough to have a little disposable income mm. uh, and, and a lot of time. And let me yeah. tell you something. Yeah. Empty. If, if you're a parent yeah. uh, and you haven't experienced it yet, empty nest syndrome is real. Yeah. My kids left me not that long ago. I still have a 15 year old in the house, but she don't have nothing to do with me. <laughs> You're just a <laughs> pud like, hey, to her. Yeah. Forget yeah, it. Yeah. I'm just a pud. No, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. She loves me. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I found, but I went from having three kids and I'm like constantly, uh, you know, you know, shuttling here, or there they've gotten, they've got wives and they're married now. And it's like, mm-hmm. now it's me. It's yeah. just me. And I'm like, what am I going to do with my time? Well, obviously this, my problem is I fill it with too much Obviously. work stuff. I need to figure out more ways to to let you know let more projects go and instead build yeah. out some kind of rad you know dedication to my younger years. That's I will not. I will. I will watch that stream, and I love the idea. Okay, I love the idea. I'll do it all. I live. actually got called out on Twitter this past week for what? By a couple of people because I said I said I give a poll and I said uh, I I missed the seventies, I missed the eighties, I missed the nineties, I missed the two thousands, and some people were come back were like nostalgia is a disease. You know who you are. <laughs> but you know yeah but uh i was like yeah hey, you know it's like it's I, I get it yeah it is it's not a good idea just to just to live i don't in. think it's a disease i think it's um no, no no i think holding on to the stuff that you love and that made you happy i don't right. think there's anything wrong with that 
I think retro gamer is a little bit different because I think what they're thinking of nostalgia is the kind of bullshit that, uh, you know, that causes problems where people goes, well, that's not the way, you know, we Back used to do it day. like this. Yeah. And, and it's like, in, and they're dreaming and not, you know, they're not really progressing any, but you know, retro gamers, uh, that we don't, we think of it differently. We think of nostalgia is recreating these situations. We don't just sit around and longingly go, Oh, I remember the time when <laughs> we actually go out and, you know, emulate it and re-experience the thing. So I don't know if it's necessarily, if you would just call it nostalgia, it's, it's like a revisiting yeah. of, uh, of our, of, of things that maybe we didn't get experience. That's what I do a lot of. It's yeah, like, Oh, I didn't sure. get to do that back in the day. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm with you. Totally agree. Avalanche 1080. I only played for half a second. Never really played it that far. I've actually gotten really good at it. Uh, zombies ate my neighbors. Never played it. Period. Yeah. Until we started doing the play retro show. So all kinds yeah. of new experiences that are just from different eras. Yeah, That's of course. All. That's how you have to look at it. Yeah. I think it's great. Uh, what else you been up to? You've been 3D printing a bunch of crap. I know. How's that going? So like I said, we're working on the studio. So I've been 3D printing a bunch of stuff. Found this great uh, 3D uh, developer. This guy is developing all kinds of sweet ass uh, uh, stands and stuff for consoles mm-hmm. and controllers and things. And I got, I printed out controller stands for every one of my Sega things so far Dreamcast, uh, my Model 2, Sega Genesis, and my Sega Saturn. I'm holding that up now. And as you can tell, it's, it's, it's kind of simple, but it's, it's branded with the big old Sega Saturn just printed in, in black filament in the, on the FDM printer. And the good thing about this is I printed stands before, and lots of them are just skids. And a skid is just where you kind of just, just place it on there, and then it ends up sliding around and doing all kinds of bullshit. And it really <laughs> made me mad. Uh, so this this actually has little holes that match up with the, with the little holes in the bottom of the console. And you can plug it right in there, and this thing is stable is is all get out, and I love it, and it's it's making my experience of displaying my hardware much better. Not to mention, also, this guy was really smart. Yeah. Some of the skids I was doing with the three D prints would make my uh make would put it like it like maybe like a thirty five degree angle on the console, so you sure. get a good look at the top part of the console. However, uh, it would wouldn't be raised up any, so the controllers would always like make it go off kilter because the controllers are just, they, they, you know, they're the, the plugs are long and, uh, and it just messes everything up. So this person who did these 3d prints and I'll post the link, uh, to what, what, to this guy, post that one up. That looks awesome. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, it's got, he's got a nice, the dreamcast ones I have back there. It's got the nice dreamcast swirl, uh, on, on the bottom, even though you don't see it, you know, it's there. Yeah. And uh, the same for the uh, the the Sega Genesis one has a really cool Sega Genesis written on the bottom of it. That's cool. It's way cool. Yeah. Now this was a different uh, designer, but I really like this this one too. So there's a lot of actually great developers out there. This is for the PlayStation Two. I use some silver uh, filament, and it's just a controller. It's like you said. It's got the little it's got little booby holes there, so you can put the the dual dual shock yep. Your right dual down shock there. Movers, yep. Yeah. So hold on a Real second. Is solid. that uh, uh, and your and your controller is silver also, which was a special version of that console, or maybe just controller? I don't remember how we used to get silver PS2 right. controllers. Yeah, you would. Uh, silver was, as you can tell by the the uh, CRTs that back here. Silver yeah. was a very popular alternative during the uh, during the nineties. Yeah. Uh, you know, we went from wood grain, black, that kind of thing to uh, to to this silver stuff. And yeah. so this is actually a satin silver, I believe is what it is, a PS2 satin silver. And it's got this, it's just like this, like described, it's, it's really satiny looking. It's yeah. just, I love it. It's so sexy. It's so different than all the boring black, uh, you know, systems we have now. Everybody's trying to get as small a frame around their uh, TV as possible. And so there's no, you know, there's nothing there no except for screen. Yeah. 
no and bezel. this is a different era. And even if they do put bezel, it's always a like you said, black and thin, boring. Yeah, black and thin, boring. Yeah. yeah. Put some LED lights behind it. I get it, but I just, you know. I love when you that. say put some LED lights. It sounds like you said puts put some smelly put, D back there. Put some know? smelly D's back there. Put yeah. some mmm. That was my smell of vision. That was my rapper name for a long time, was Smelly D. <laughs> smelly D? Yeah. You don't want to know where it came was, from. Yeah, my my uh my hoopty was riding down uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to know the origin story, trust you, me. Yeah, you, you definitely don't want to know that. But I do want to give a shout out to Gary and Danny who did uh give me that uh PlayStation 2 a while back. Nice. They were uh around town and they stopped by, gave me that. And then they gave me this. This is a PlayStation 2, and that says Twisted Metal Black on it, right? Yeah, you're, he's holding up a PlayStation disc. It's a disc case. Yes, and the it disc says, case. Play, it says got, Twisted uh, Metal Black Sweet on Tooth, it. a.k.a. Uh, Needles Cane yeah. uh, on the front of it. Yeah. And it obviously says Black on it, and I was so excited. And uh, come to find out, uh, Head On is in there. Oh, but, which is great. The PSP game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's a, no, it's actually, a, well, yeah, it is a PSP game. Yeah. Uh, but it was also a PS2 game. And uh, so the wrong disc was in it. I don't know if he knew that or if he told me and I just didn't, I didn't hear him or what. But yeah. So, but that was good bad news because I wanted to play black, still never play black. But now I have head on, which has the cut videos, yeah. the full motion videos from the original <laughs> yeah. uh, Twisted Metal that yep. didn't, they got yanked. So, I'm going to get a chance to look at those and, you know, kind of react to them a little bit for, for And then you're going to make video of that. And we're going to put that up on the yeah. Patreon and only patrons are going to see it. That's how that's going to go. Well, unless, yeah, so unless I, you have I have not watched people. any of these videos yeah. from the first one. I read a few of them because that's how they did them on, on the twisted metal one. You yeah. had to read them, not watch them. Right. Um, but I, I can't wait because when I, I watched, uh, all the, the end scenes on two and I was dying, it was killing me. Loved yeah, it. They're so all I can't wait to see real some stupid video. for sure. I want yeah. to uh, uh, a shout out to that PSP game. I didn't realize they made a PlayStation two version of the game. That makes sense. I guess, yeah, but yeah. at the time I thought that was so good. I bought that day one, played that on my PSP to my fingers hurt. I consider the PSP to kind of be like a PlayStation 1.5. In a lot of ways it hardware. is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it really was kind of a half step. I mean, they got rid of all the yeah. jitter and, that smaller screen gave you the feeling anyway that you were playing a much more advanced uh, console. But uh, I miss the the PSP was great with two exceptions. Terrible little memory stick plan. Awful. (laughs) I remember immediately I was like, Sony. Yeah, that was bad. And then those did those UMDs for all the fun you can have with going, Oh, UMDs are cool now in a retro kind of way at the time they were sucked. They were terrible. Yeah, they they sucked. the The quality wasn't great. Uh, the load times was wonky. Uh, it was it was a weird format. You know, wh- where do you put these stupid things? At I'm with you. I but it was kind of one of those things. It was definitely a technology that we all looked at and said, "Yeah, this is not the future." No. I mean, we immediately picked up the UMDs and, and went, even oh, even when neat. the Vita came out, I was like, "Yeah, these memory sticks you're making me buy, this isn't the future either." We're doing SDs, no. and these are costing what fifty times more than an SD does. What are we even doing? Yeah, like what is it this was, world? It was in? it was Sony's way of pulling a Nintendo, where it was like, "Well, we still want to make money on the hardware, so we've we've locked you into our own brand of memory card, aka NES's cartridge." things they used to do it was a mistake uh and yeah and so yeah nobody wants that nobody nobody's buying that. ain't nobody well, wants that brian ain't nobody got time for that is ain't what I nobody say. got no time for that um if sony ever does another handheld i i hope they don't try to pull that again I, that's that was stupid 
Yeah. Um, I can't I, do you think they'll ever do another one? There's Hand rumor they're working on one, but the rumor is that it's a streaming only device, so it's to be used in conjunction Yuck. with the PlayStation Five. <laughs> I mean, there are a few of those floating around. The new uh, there's a new one from Logitech. I forgot the name of it. The G right. something, whatever it is, and it's they're always very G good. Something. They're always right. really good. Or that one is really good at what it says it needs to do, which is stream Game Pass, stream uh, freaking um, GeForce Now, all those kinds of services, and it's really good right. at that. Uh, and I think it does PlayStation now as well, or PlayStation remote or remote play, whatever it's called. The rumor is Sony's working on one, even has a a code name, but that the plan is that it will be a lower priced, uh, remote play thing and not a full blown console, which I think is a huge mistake. If they really want to go in there and compete again, do it. But then again, you and I have talked about this. The Vita did what, as much as the game gear did. Yeah. Those aren't numbers they're willing to accept. No. So I don't know why they'd be in the market for anything. No, there's just, yeah, I don't think they ever had enough success. <sighs> Look, uh, Sony's pretty conservative uh, as a company. They don't make, they don't make big, they don't do crazy shit like Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know so I mean? I, I'd say they're a little crazy with VR because the price of that thing is. Yeah, but they kind of eased their way into that, didn't they? I mean, they, I mean, the new one yeah. just launched and tanked. So there's like concern that that thing is a wash. Like they're not yeah. making anything on PSVR 2. PS5 selling fine. No issues there. Um, mm-hmm. Great games, all that stuff. But but I think they, they were wrong when they expected now that we're out of the main pa- part of the pandemic. Right. They, I think they still thought people were like, well, I just spent 600 bucks on this brand new console. Maybe I'll spend another yeah. 600 on a headset to go with it. Uh-uh. Well, they kind of, like I said, they, they kind of ease us into the VR because if you, if you had the original PlayStation uh, VR, they had you, you, if you already had the camera, Hey, that's already part of the tech. If you already had the moves, nobody had the move sticks, but if you already had them, you know, <laughs> yeah, if you why did, not go ahead and add the headset? Them, yeah. No, you're not wrong, but this this one's nothing like that. In fact, it's not no, even backwards full, compatible. Full on, yeah. Yeah, there's no backwards compatibility. None of the games that you mm. bought for the original one work. Some yeah. of them have upgrade paths where you pay money. It's all a bit of a cluster, if I'm honest. If it wasn't if if they had the library for it, I might would, but even then, it's still a cable issue for me. I still like the Quest 2 because even though I can get a subpar uh experience as far as graphics go, the the fun of being untethered outweighs it. It's yeah, kind of like that I Nintendo would, thing. I would argue the the graphics, the you know, having it be a self-contained unit with no tethering, they're good yeah. enough. They look great. Like it's yeah. legitimately a good, good device. Enough. I don't even like Meta, but I like the Quest a lot. Yeah. And they needed something that didn't have a big cable hanging off of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the cable. The cable is absolutely what's holding back VR. Yeah, I mean people people like people will accept putting a big old freaking thing on their head, but the hell if they're gonna get you know drag a cable around. Yeah, or you get out of, by accident or tangle it up with the dog or whatever the problems you have are. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, more on that soon. Instead, though, today we are gonna dig deep into our main topic, all about twisted metal. <laughs> Shall we play a game? Twisted Metal, if you're not familiar with it, it was basically a demolition derby game that put most of its emphasis on using projectiles. There was a built-in machine gun everybody had, although the machine gun you had to get ammo for, so don't waste it. Uh, You had guns, mines, napalm strikes, uh, homing missiles, health. You could pick up health, of course. It was the first real car combat game 
at least the first that took on, you know, uh, a big popularity. Uh, there right. may have been some game on PC that people are like, no, hold on a minute. Don't forget about Route 22, uh, a game made by one dude on a floppy. Like, I understand there might have been something. But this was like, you know, next level. And in the 8, yeah. eight and 16-bit era, we had games where cars, you know, usually they were top down and they would shoot each other. We just talked about a few of those. Uh, those existed. But this was like the first fully 3D very ugly, mind you, for the era. Right. Oh, my gosh. Full, fully realized woo. battle arena, right? Fully realized. Yeah, but if you played, you put that disc in for Twisted Metal 1, you would hear this. Yeah. And then, then you have this weird 90s metal. Oh, it's the clown. You got that? Kane. Yeah. Kane, yeah. And then you go racing. Listen. It's picking up stuff. That sound is him picking up stuff. All this, just hearing that reminds me how many freaking hours I spent on the couch with my friend Andrew playing Twisted Metal 1 and 2 until our eyes wouldn't open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it was Couch just like co-op. Did you, did you play you played a split screen co-op? Is what you did? There was no co-op. I don't think it was all head to head. Well, I mean, I'm glad to say co-op. You're right. Yeah, Apologies. I think it was all head to head. But yeah, split screen head to head. Um, you could have. Could you have a multi tap and up to four players? Maybe, maybe even five with the multi tap. I forget. Uh, don't I think it was just split screen one time. I could be yeah. wrong on you might, that. You might be right. Uh, it may have been the two or maybe been two or three where they added that feature or something. I meant to set up. I was going to try to set up Parsec. I, I just ran out of time uh, this week, but I was going to set up Parsec to see how the multiplayer was, and mm-hmm. I did not get to that part for some reason. That my brain tells me. That it was just you know two player uh, on on the couch with a split screen. I could be wrong with that. Yeah, for I the think first one. Anyway. I think you're absolutely right. Split screen. Well, definitely split screen. That was the way you did yeah. it back then. But uh, it featured you racing around in these like you know Mad Max ass looking cars in these cities. Uh, I'm showing video right now. L.A. baby. Yeah, it was supposed to be L.A. And I remember the time going. Graphics are never going to look this cool again. <laughs> Can you believe it? I look at them now and I just want to vomit. They're so bad. But um, but at the time, this was pretty groundbreaking. I thought and, it, was, um, it was amazing. We're coming from two D platformers, and we're you know you've probably seen something that looked maybe almost this good on a PC, but nothing in the console uh, had ever seen anything no. quite this yummy. Yeah, and everyone loves this concept of you know cars with weapons. Yeah. It's a, it's a old, old idea from movies. Have you ever seen death? any of the death races? You know what you're yeah. talking about here. It's obviously inspired by those things. And this game was just high-octane, ridiculous laughter time for me and my buddy Andrew for hours and hours and hours. We'd spend a Friday night, like the whole night, 4 a.m. would come around. And we'd yeah. be like, holy shit, are we still playing Twisted Metal Split Screen? Now we still play in this game. So were you? Uh, were, who who was the best at Twisted? Oh, I rocked his world it? usually, but I had to be yeah. the cop. Um, wait, not the cop. Sorry, the um, who's the pink car? Uh, so a thumper that would be like thumper. the Cadillac thumper. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The pink Cadillac was my go-to uh, for a long time. Great. I liked them all. I liked him and the cop, but I think the cop was in two and not one. But maybe I'm wrong about that. No, I think the cop was in all of them. The story behind the cop is that he's an he's a cop and he's trying to stop the twisted metal mm-hmm. uh, competitions. Uh, this game was is is David uh, uh, Jaffe has said many times, co-creator of Twisted Metal. Uh, this game was essentially a fighter 
but with vehicles. Yeah. So they, they they were heavily inspired by gaming themes and comps, concepts from stuff like specifically Mortal Kombat, where you have all these you know these different characters with different stats that you know based on who you have and the special moves and the pickups you pick up and everything uh, determine you know your your gameplay. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I'd never seen anything quite like Twisted Metal. Oh, when yeah. I saw it and it, it did really to me, it felt like playing like, you know, doom or something, uh, but with vehicles. Yeah. It was car based it, shooter yeah. is what it was. And it was third person obviously, but it mm-hmm. was like, uh, I was like nothing else. And I tried every time somebody tried to do a copycat, like, a I can't even think of the names of them now, but there were two or three games that were like, almost <laughs> like twisted metal, but with a twist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I tried them all. I played them all because I didn't care. I just loved the concept so you much. Were, I was like, I'm just going to buy that. I'll play that. Okay, that was fun too. Let's play another one. Let's just keep getting these until you three were chasing, came out. You were, you were chasing that high, right? Nothing combined. This is our 90s minds. We have metal music, just this hardcore metal music, dirty, grungy themes, uh, this this crazy idea that, that Calypso this you know all powerful being who is who is is started up a a battle uh and it brought in you know people looking to have their wishes granted and you're almost certainly going to die the characters are probably going to die so yeah. there's a little bit and of storytelling <laughs> going on yeah it's the, just, the lore's pretty it's, thin it's it's basically a oh, b movie yeah. it's nothing fancy or anything to worry it's about which combat is, yeah which is funny because we're about to get a TV adaptation of Twisted Metal on the Peacock Network, yeah. and there's trailers out. Anthony Mackie's in it. It looks like it could be fun. Um, so they're gonna. They've had time to flesh out. Yeah, uh, they they've fleshed out the story some as they went along through the series. They've they've you know went deeper into these very shallow characters, but that's all you really need. You just need basic motivations in video games right yep and so they they have very basic motivations and here's a twist calypso is a a, a gin right he's a genie yeah uh somewhat he's sort he's, of if you win <laughs> twisted metal yeah um then you get your one wish granted mm-hmm. and uh and he's gonna fl- he's gonna switch it on you he's a gin he's gonna you're gonna you're gonna have the wish you have and he's gonna find a way to ironically make that the worst thing that's ever happened to you yeah for sure and when we get to three which is a travesty uh in terms of gameplay <laughs> three has some really amazing stuff in it like a real yeah. a fully rendered intro featuring calypso and yeah, yeah. him talking like vamping on <laughs> on screen you say you say good i say good god oh it's horrible <laughs> it's hor- don't get me wrong it's absolute utter garbage but right it's my kind of garbage it's, like you said it's it's fully pre-rendered uh, stuff of Calypso, and he looks totally different than he did in the first two games. Yeah, but it feels kind of like that era of animation, like you would have seen in reboot. Uh, but a little bit, little bit darker, a little maybe bit worse. You know, no. Te- <laughs> we we were we were not at a place. 3D has come so so far. There was basically almost zero texture mapping. Uh, during this time, so everything was this shiny, smooth, balloon animal-looking stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was a weird. Speaking time. of like that, was also true in two. Two had a lot of sparseness to it, which was yeah. a little bit off-putting because I thought at least one they attempted to make a lot of arenas seem like they were full of objects and junk and yeah, dirty textures, but textures nonetheless. Two really pulled back from that to create larger arenas, bigger battles. And World it was a, tour. It was, yeah, it was a little bit of a of a trade off. This is what that game sounded like at the beginning. 
And more him talking. Big uptick in the uh, the sound department. I thought, yeah, more metal, more metal, more uh, more '90s ass, you know, uh, grunge business going on. And um, the video I'm watching right now is uh, Thunder. What's his name? Sorry, the pink, the pink flamingo Thumper? guy. Thumper. Yeah, you're still Jeez. Thumper. Yeah, you're Thumper. Big fan, of, big fan of Thumper. So I went and found some yeah, gameplay yeah. of Thumper playing. Um, it's a little more, like I said, open. So you've got a lot more space to move around in. This this may be, unless my memory sucks, and it very well could, I think maybe this supported the, the multi-tap. And if it did, I definitely I think I it. think you're right. I think this would have been the first uh, multi-tap because the, the first game, they put the multiplayer, just like a lot of these games in that era, they put that, like one programmer at the very end would go, because everybody asked at this yeah. time, because multiplayer was so exciting and new. It was like, oh, can you have multiplayer? And it's like, ah, we'll get... We'll get Fred over there, you know, to to see if he can squeeze it in. Yeah. And uh, but this was this was out of the box. They were they were kind of fulfilling. They had success with the first one, and they were kind of f- fulfilling the things that they wanted to accomplish in the first one. So I think I think you're right. I think this is this the multi tap. Oh, yeah, to this tractor uh, guy. I forgot about him. So yeah, there's. Oh, I so didn't. What my, a dirt. <laughs> my memory was uh, four player split screen. You know, quadrants in yeah. the screen, and that's probably another reason why to make it a little sparser because then the machine can handle splitting it into four mm-hmm. like that. Um, but you could also add bots to your matches, and that made a huge difference because then it just yeah. felt like it was more full, and um, they were kind of fodder, but it didn't matter. We were happy to do it. And two really is where I hit crescendo moment. Um, yeah, played, I think a lot of us did. Played two till you know again, just all night pissing our wives off because we were very young married couples at this point, no kids or anything. I don't think <laughs> you in there with your heavy metal and your cars and you're blowing up shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one was. Yeah, I love like, it. Just what? imagine yeah. like twenty, very young twenties, Scott just losing right. his mind on the on Would the regular. Would you grow up already? Yeah. What are you guys doing? playing twisted metal great i'll do the dishes then i guess that sort of thing um and it's appropriate because uh the whole concept of twisted metal came from a very young uh group of guys specifically uh david jaffe jaffe Mm -hmm. and uh, scott campbell uh they they were they, they had just returned from a scouting expedition to to kind of find some developers they could work with and uh they were stuck in la traffic and they thought, hey, wouldn't it be great if we could just blast our way out of here like a you know a big action action movie? And uh, so that's kind of where Twisted Metal got us started. So of course it appeals to our young minds and brains, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. blow some stuff up. And that dude, David Jaffe, yeah, uh, still working in the industry. That guy went from he's huge. Twisted, well, he did some other stuff, but Twisted Metal was his big, you know, big real huge break. Yeah. And doing that with Sony and everything. And then uh, he is responsible for the God of War series, which started on the PlayStation yes. 2. And um, so, you know, when you're playing God of War, uh, the 2018 game or the more recent uh, 2022 or 21, whatever it was last year. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the one that. Yeah. Yeah. When I got you're playing those PS5. games, you got you got David Jaffe to thank for at least coming up with that stuff. He's not been involved in that project in a very long time, but um, and he's matured. He's and so is his content. Uh, if you watch interviews with him through the years. It's funny to go back and watch him after they first released Twisted, you know, Twisted Metal, and he's all like, "Hey, blah, 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 blah. he's such a punk," yeah. and you're like, "You're like, oh, how does anybody work with you?" And you find out he was very difficult to work with yeah. uh, when he was young, but then he matured, like we hopefully all do, uh, and he and he's you know he started making games that were a little bit uh, deeper 
in yeah. a little bit a little bit better. So check out this list I, of uh, works. I like He's it. got Cliffhanger on the NES, Super NES, and Genesis. Now that was really early on. That's yeah. that game that oh, we yeah. talked about. That bad NES games. Yeah, uh, a weird yeah. freaking thing. Sky but did he do that, or was that one that he was a play tester on? Because he worked at Sony as a play tester. He was a tester. He was a tester on. Yeah, that. and that would have been that would have been Sega, Sony. No, no, no Sony. That was Super Nintendo, Nintendo, uh, Sega Genesis, and Mega Drive, and then Sega CD version of that game as well. Right. He was also a tester on Skyblazer for the Super NES. And then when he got into it, he was uh, his first designing job was Mickey Mania for the Super NES, which is and, supposed uh, Genesis. to be pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good game. Then came Twisted Metal the very next year, and um, yeah. from then that on, that was his last chance with Sony too, I believe. I think they were uh, every interaction he'd had had been bad with because, Sony. Uh, yeah. He was he was very much he he was a smart guy. He's still a smart guy. He, he's actually I think he does I think he's got a stream on uh, I think he's got is it Twitch or YouTube. He's got a he's got a stream. Um, I caught a couple of them, um, and yeah, he he was he was really uh, down on how American games the quality of them compared to the stuff that was coming out of Japan. Mm, and, that's uh, good. Cause you know, the first thing he was doing was quality assurance. Yeah. So he was, you know, he was getting to see all this stuff and he's like, why is ours so much? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he, he, he put the work in. Because that Alabama he, he boy, he comes out of Alabama and just says, yo, I'm going to kick your ass with my cool Southern game knowledge. And he did. Right. <laughs> I'm about to show y'all some yeah. right now. We're watching on screen. <laughs> Thumper is just going to town Reckon. with his uh, with his flame. So you got pickups here. Yeah. This one leaned even more heavily into the combat part, including uh, now you can uh, do special moves, you no know, combos, um, and you can you can freeze people uh, and flame people. And it really did change how this game was played. As well as I didn't notice this uh, until I went back and played uh, one earlier today. The health pickups in Twisted Metal One are are like little flashing pads. Yeah, but this one is health pickups. Yeah, straight like up, you, like you a big, drive uh, over them. Yeah, like a big bread cross box in the air. Yeah, like you would expect. Mm-hmm. So they 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 took the 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 test bed that was the original Twisted Metal and they just refined it, and this is just perfection. Yeah, I think two is really where it's shown the most until. Well, after wait, this favorite character from two first is it going to be my favorite character? Somebody asked me the other day, and I couldn't. I, I just couldn't talk myself out of not being a huge Axel fan, which is the guy with the two giant wheels for arms. Yeah, Axel's ridiculous. Why wouldn't you love him? He's great. Just he's so he's so much thing. easier to control, at least he was for me, than all the rest of the guys. Yeah, he's a he's awesome. Axel's great, he's also ridiculous, and I can't believe he exists. I like He's literally an Axel. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet Tooth's cool. He's kind of the mascot of the game, so you kind of felt like you had to try. Oh, but stuff. he's driving a big old ice cream truck. Clown driving an ice yeah. cream truck, and he that just is difficult to handle. The handling is not good. Armor's pretty pretty good. Attack is pretty good. Uh, but yeah, did you did you dig deep into the stats when you were playing this? No, or you remember I didn't you care about like, min maxing. I just went with what I thought was cool. Yeah, because cool. the motorcycle guy he had his cool skull uh, attack, which was very powerful, but it was yeah. also not homing and it had to be straight and you had to hit him. He had to be a really good shot with that guy and his hit points sucked. Yeah, he was on a motorcycle. Right, exactly. Even sucked. though Axel was kind of on a motorcycle, those wheels are pretty big. They're, yeah. they're as tall as a human. Yeah, he held together better uh, yeah. than, than, than the motorcycle guy. Just a freaking, he's made out of paper. Don't even try it yeah. with that guy. And in two, they yeah. did, like you said earlier, they, they expanded the environment because we went from just fighting in small arenas in uh in la to doing a world tour which is what it's actually called like 
uh, Twisted Metal 2 World Tour. And uh, you you get to go and uh, you start finding destructible objects. Specifically, you get to destroy the Eiffel Tower. I did not get to do it. But if uh, if 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 your players are all attacking the tower, you can bring it down oh, and yeah. it opens up new areas mm-hmm. of play. Yep. We knew and all those those weird secrets. We were like hardcore on that. And I think the first yeah. time we saw it was accidental taking down of the Eiffel Tower. Yes. And we went, what? And then it opened up a path what? and we're like, are you freaking kidding me? And then we like were trying to find them all. And there weren't that many more in the game, but there were more. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Down. There were there were several other locations because they started adding them because this is this is rumor and and that that I had I had read mm. heard only saw only saw one source for this so I, it sounds like rumor to me could be true though uh, that <laughs> that they showed uh, they they had finished that level the Eiffel Tower level first yeah and uh, they had showed it to a French reporter and he was like oh wee wee poo poo not exactly like that but he still <laughs> he was he was mad uh-huh. that they would do that to the Eiffel Tower. And so they just leaned really heavily into it. But you got to remember, this is the early uh, Jaffe, and he would uh, hyperbole. Yeah, he he didn't mind. Uh, oh, no, he was a scrappy it. guy. Yeah. He, he was happy to <laughs> argue and get mad and whatever. Um, the dude's basically my age, and I, and, yeah. and I love that he's still a little, a little bit that way. I don't think he's done anything since. Oh, let's see. Okay, here. So Twisted Metal Black was his big... That was Twisted Metal Black for the PS2, which we're not going to talk about today other than mentioning it because it's not retro enough. But Black is the best that series ever got. Brian hasn't played it yet. Mm -hmm. You need to. It's amazing. It's so good. Uh, But then after that, Connecticut. eh. Yeah. God of War, amazing. Two, God of War, two, amazing. Calling All Cars. Twisted Metal for the PlayStation yeah, 3. Yeah, can't win them okay. all, David. Even, even Twisted Metal for the PS3, which I thought got canceled, but I guess it came out. It wasn't it, yeah. it wasn't as yeah. good as Black. And then his last game was Drawn to Death in 2017, a game I owned. Right. Um, and it was interesting, but it wasn't like his usual. So I think we're kind of done with Yeah, David well, Jeff. you know, he's, he's kind of, he's you know, he's, he's taking a break. That's fine. We, I, we, we talk about this on another podcast you call Film Stack, where we're constantly like going, why is this film actor not doing something, 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 you know? And even uh, Doja Cat recently came out and went, cash grab for my last albums. I'm out, bitches. So <laughs> we have this, we have this, uh, we have this desire as consumers to want our, you know, our heroes and, you know, whatever they are, content creators to, to go on forever and create as much as they can. But sometimes, you know, maybe just, just taking a break. Do you, would you like to hear what he said on Twitter? Yeah. What's uh, the about, deal? so he, he had something to say, uh, and this may be interesting, maybe not. Um, but this is his frame of mind, uh, based on the new series that's coming out to Peacock about twisted metal. Yeah. Uh, Dave Jaffe says, if they want my feedback, thoughts, help and or service, I'm at their beck and call. Cause as y'all all know, I think the world of Twisted Metal is super rich, and I'd love to see more done with it besides straight up demo derby. Yeah. Although that is a ton of fun too. Sure. They haven't talked to yeah. him though, right? They haven't reached out. Yeah. No, no. So yeah, the, he's saying no, I can tell you it's it's kind of like he's he's very excited about the news. I'm not sure since he's like one of the co-creators, I'm not sure, you know, what what kind of deal he had with twisted metal we know that he sold uh the some of the ip stuff back to sony so i don't know if he's still going to get any kind of credit for it yeah but he's still very excited about it um and so i i, I was i was glad to see that he liked it because that that guy 
is some creators they uh you know they kind of leave their their creations behind you ever think about them much more but he seems to always care about twisted metal well he probably cares he about god of wars getting a series too he probably cares about yeah. that i would guess i don't know he loves his creations wait are you gaming on a chromebook yeah it's got a high-res 120 hertz display plus this killer rgb keyboard and i can access thousands of games anytime anywhere stop playing what get out of here huh yeah i want you to stop playing and get out of here so i can game on that chromebook got it discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine a new kind of chromebook uh, let's move on to three and I'm, and I'm again, three is not a good game, but three has some amazing audio and I'd like to play you a bit here. So enjoy. I am Calypso. Each year I gather the 12 worthiest drivers to face off in the twisted metal competition. They must face each other and some of my friends to claim the ultimate prize. I grant a single wish, whatever the winner asks for to the losers, death. Welcome to Twisted Metal. <laughs> so then, you know, you got your racing and your shoot. This had the best voiceover work of any of them. I will give them that. That's all they're getting for me on Twisted Metal 3. You did like the pre-rendered scenes. I guess I, I guess it was okay. <laughs> Look at these, dude. They're, I'm playing it right now. Calypso is... Oh, yes. weird looking dude, like is the l- least weird thing I can say about this guy's face. Um, yeah. As you mentioned before, he's kind of like a gin or like a, you know, some kind of genie thing, yeah. I guess. I don't know. The he's, lore is he's weird. Got, he's got the ring of power is, is the, I believe how the lore goes. He, you know, he's like an interdimensional being who can open up portals and, you know, destroy LA, basically mm-hmm. grant any wish. Uh, he's made some kind of deal with Minion, which is also a, a, a demon or something from hell. There's all kinds of lore if you really want to get into it. I'm really interested to see how they're going to play that in the series. Yeah, and, and again, keep in mind, um, so three, Jaffe's off the team. Yeah, he, they he they, on, they, on they were they got tired. We talk about this a lot on Play Retro. Uh, they had Twisted Metal, pretty big success. Yep. And then Twisted Metal 2, uh, they, they ran right into that. They had a turnaround in 16 months. The team was exhausted uh, and they weren't getting the compensation wasn't worth the, 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 you know, the, the fatigue and the, the wear on the families and stuff. And they just sold the, they sold the IP back to uh, Sony and Sony used their internal studio, nine, eight, nine studios to create twisted metal three. Yeah. And I will say this for three, three's credit. It has the best graphics of the PlayStation three era stuff or PlayStation one rather. Yeah, um, I this think it's a different looks, game engine because they they did not sell the game engine. No, or the they tools. did not. And I think yeah. again, like it looks nice, but if you play it, it just feels wrong. It doesn't feel right it is, at all. Yeah, it's a. It was uh, they used a game engine that was already established. It was like some kind of I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like some kind of off road kind of yeah. uh, car game, and it was this engine, and so it already had its particular types of physics. This Twisted Metal Two was more arcadey, floaty. Uh, even though I still kind of use those tank controls where you use the D pad to push forward and turn right and back and everything. Uh, but this one I found infuriating to play because you can't turn on a dime. And that's so important when you're talking about cars that are moving pretty quickly and you need to line up a shot straight out of the front of your car. Oh dude, it's Uh, a, it's a hallmark of, of twisted metal. You don't take out that turn. What is the, what were they thinking? 
Oh my God. I don't know. The physics, like I said, the physics were really hard. I, f- I had found it really difficult to compete because by the time I would turn around uh, to shoot somebody, they'd be gone. Yeah. And I was just like, bah. you have to be able to turn on a dime. That was the hallmark. There's a reason that mechanic exists in the game. Yeah. And, and the fact that they took that out was a real, real, real misstep. Um, yeah. yeah. It's and a bummer I don't know if they took it out as much as they just didn't change their game engine to reflect uh, that need, right? They just. Yeah. They just left it like it was. Also, keep in mind, this is the third game in the year that this came out was, let's see, 1998. These all came out in in October. All four of them came out in October, and they're all set at Christmas because that's when you had right. Uh, that's when you had the twisted metal, right? But this came out in '98. We are now we are now getting toward where we're about to get new consoles. Um, yeah, yeah, so, mature, yeah, mature development tools for yeah. uh for the playstation but i think Things people were bored i think people i mean i had i had checked out by now like two was so yeah. good and then three was such a bummer i just went yeah i'm good i don't need any twisted metal for a while Although, every day that i streamed yeah. uh the twisted metal people would come in and go what's this <laughs> like twist twisted metal three yeah. it's like oh i never played that one yeah i stopped at two or and then i played black but yeah i the, the lot of people didn't play uh three and four that i was ex, you know uh, running into uh, but some people like three and four, and it it certainly has a, a you know it's got its own things. One well, of the things it doesn't have yeah. is uh, great uh, comeuppance. Like you know, one of the great things about the the first two was watching to see what Calypso how he screwed over the winners. So if you win, you get your you know you get your wish, which we all know is when you read the bios of the characters, it tells you what the wish is essentially, uh, and. Like uh, in the first one, uh, uh, Sweet Tooth, uh, Kane, uh, he was he wanted uh, his best friend back. The clown wanted his fr- best friend back. Turns out it was a paper bag. Sad. It was a paper it's, bag. That's right. It was a paper bag. But uh, in <laughs> in I think in this one, uh, the the he gets instead what he gets is he's he wishes for all the sweets or something. And I'm like, okay, that's stupid. And so the Needles Kane ends up getting needles in his Weird. mouth from the dentist really and i'm like yeah the, these endings yeah. these endings are terrible <laughs> <laughs> these are not these are not good twist you know it, it, like you see a good episode of twilight zone it's like oh oh that was good twist at the end mm-hmm. yeah there's no good twist at the end of these are all just straight up you know if you want one thing you you get the the opposite or a pun i think yeah. one of the characters wants to uh, I think one of the characters wants to be to hang his head or something. I don't know. And ends up is he takes his head and his head's hanging on a, like a rear view mirror or something stupid. I mean, it's just all bad. Yeah. It's all, it's not, they didn't add much to the lore. I don't think by doing no. any of that. And it was a, it was a real downgrade from two because it was all in those 3d rendered pre-rendered things. Like you had showed earlier with Calypso where they're all, you know, like little, rubbery looking weird stuff in the second one they did that whole 90s indie comic looking artwork and yeah. man when uh when axel does his finale yeah and goes and he 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 actually gets it good uh calypso actually lets him have it good and he gets to confront his dad because his dad's the one who uh put him in that prison of the wheels and oh my god if you do, you got to at least watch that one from Twisted Metal uh, 2. That one is so good. Yeah. Yeah. The black ones are really good, too. Twisted Metal Black has a ton of great stuff. Cut right. scenes and junk. It's unfortunate that, um, I don't know, Jaffe did this thing again where he comes back. Black's a huge hit. God yeah. of War, massive. 
Huge. Makes Sony, Sony, yeah. Sony millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars on, on just and the then they were Sony. franchise. Yeah. And then they still got in an argument with him. <laughs> it's still like, yeah, yeah we don't know. It's just, <laughs> uh, maybe he was just hard to work with. I don't know what the deal was, but absolutely. I think everyone has agreed that he is, uh, he, he, he described himself, uh, in some of the interviews I had listened to, and there's some great interviews. There's actually like a three hour interview with him on YouTube. That is just an amazing listen. Um, and, yeah, he he talks about being kind of the Kubrick mm. of video games, and if you know anything about Kubrick, he was he would reshoot a scene a hundred times. See, that's weird though, because you right. should be when when you're called the Kubrick of video games, that should be other people calling you that. You should never call right. yourself that, because then that what yeah. that says to me is you think a little too highly of your auteurness, <laughs> you know. But so. that was young Jaffe. I will say Jaffe has come a long way. He's he's matured. He's mellowed out a little bit. Sure. And uh, we all he's, do. he's always been talented. And so it's, you know. Yeah, we all do. We get older. We get better. It's yeah. All good. Uh, here is, uh, speaking of uh, Twisted Metal 4, uh, Twisted Metal 4 added Rob Zombie to the mix. I Well, Rob Zombie would did uh, had some music in Twisted Metal 3. And apparently, you know, he was, I'm assuming, part of the Sony Studios family. Uh, they threw him yeah. there and uh and then four you can freaking play as rob zombie yeah, yeah and i was look i and you get to use the dragula i i was not i wouldn't say i was like a huge rob zombie fan but of that era when the rob zombie came on i was jamming out Dude, i i loved too. it and I, huge surprise that yeah. he was in this that, one. that album with the girl in the hammock i don't know the name of it sweet yeah. sexy something. living dead girl what was it no it was sexy dead I don't remember. Anyway, so it was always death. If you don't know who Rob Zombie is. He he embraced uh, the the campiness of of horror during the the nineties. Does no one, Does when, someone not know who Rob Zombie is? That would blow my well, mind. Well, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I'm just saying. Uh, whenever I read, whenever I hear about Twisted Metal Four, very few people actually mention the Rob Zombie. And I've heard reviews of Twisted Metal Four by younger people, and they don't even really mention. Rob Zombie and I'm like that is like a huge selling point for me uh, to get to play that because this one took a departure. So the first three, uh, 989 Studios played it a little too safe oh. with uh, with three, and they just kind of continued what was already there, and it just kind of lacked a soul. And in four, it feels like they said, "Well, we got a lot of criticism for not injecting any of us into it," and so 989 Studios injects themselves into this one and you know they don't have a lot of the same characters that come back there's a few that come back but a lot of them are new characters and they take this whole slant with rob zombie and they change the the controls you're no longer using those kind of those tank like controls instead now you're you're accelerating with your uh with your x button and mm -hmm. then you're steering uh with the stick instead of doing that other stuff and double tapping for yeah. uh I, I think to 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 you know turbo and stuff so they kind of found their own little groove here and i think that's the reason why when I talk about these games, I'm this week. I'm, I've been going too absolutely far and above, head shoulders above all the rest of them. But then four, and then if, four. I, if I had to pick pick a second one to play, four would be my, uh, my four's a, four's one. all right. Here's a taste of four. Yeah. Stories tell of a carnival that would travel from town to town. At its head was a man surrounded by mystery, who was known only as Calypso. One day, this carnival yeah, sounds like um, almost like the. Mark Hamill Joker a little bit. Yes, we we did get a little Mark Hamill sounding Joker. This one, uh, 
Calypso, we, we go back to the 1900s and uh, apparently Sweet Tooth is, they get, they get it confused a lot of times. The vehicle is supposed to be Sweet Tooth. Needles Kane is supposed to be the clown, but we end up interchanging those a lot, even in the real games <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, in the real lore. Yeah. Uh, but he is he is uh, taken over. He's he's he is taken over Clipso's role. Yeah, and he's the, uh, new, he's so, the new guy. He's the new. He's the he's new, a new guy, and yeah. he's the, he's already the face of Twisted Metal anyway. I mean, if you if you haven't seen any marketing, it's no, even be even the new game. show they got a huge thing at the end where it's just all about Sweet Tooth. I mean, yeah, that's, that's and when they did that big that big uh, collaborative. Uh, character thing they did for that that Super Bowl commercial a couple however many years back it was probably yep. been a decade now. Been a you know, they put time. needles cane in there, so this just you know that's who it is. What it is? It who is? It's who it, it, is. Who it is? I think four is okay. Four is all right. I uh, I haven't played as much of it as I maybe should, but I think four was a return to somewhat uh, what yeah. we like about the thing, and they added a bunch of environmental stuff that wasn't there before. It's an interesting mm-hmm. game. I still say the best the game ever got was Black. But you know, yeah. that's out of the place. I haven't played mode. it yet, but I've, I've. You know, that's been the general consensus. But on the just on the PlayStation, I think this one, like I said, comes in second for me. Uh, three is way down at the bottom. Yeah. One is there, but it's only if you have never played any of these. One's a fun one to just kind of uh, play just a few minutes of. I'll it's go like, two, oh, Okay, I get the flavor. I'll go two four one on PS one. Yeah, yeah, two four one. Yeah, you just gonna skip three completely. Three, just forget three exists. Three's bad. <laughs> Just for kidding. It's not really necessary. Three is not necessary. You can go to YouTube and uh, and listen to the bio reads. And if you really want to, you know, if you want to watch the kill scenes, which are horrible, you could do that. But otherwise, <laughs> yeah. just play four. Yeah, uh, four is four is basically the same, but with some with some uh, with with nine eight nine studios actually taking some ownership of it. They had some customizable cards you could do, which weren't that interesting. But you know, it was it was just one more little piece of uh depth that made it their own instead yeah. of being uh you know just a, a port of of twisted metal now it's worth mentioning that uh twisted metal twisted metal small brawl happened in 2001 uh this was also mm-hmm. a very late to the game playstation one game yeah uh, you, i knew about nothing about Come this on, gober jump oh, oh. what is it gober <gasps> oh. Help me. Okay, so it's really that's Sid from uh, Toy Story. It's basically, it like, right? it's basically Sid. Yeah. Like, I swear that's what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, Small Brawl is interesting because it got very little marketing money, and the concept was, hey, what if the Twisted Metal characters are a bunch of kids in like elementary school, yeah. and you're racing their cars, but you're doing it out in the in the parking lot of the school, or you're doing it in the the uh, the jungle gym. Or whatever with little model cars like RC cars, yeah. Yeah. and uh, it's a weird take because honestly, it's just twisted metal. But once in a while in the with background, the there's, like, there's like a kid on a swing, or you might see somebody having lunch on a on a log or something. You're like, oh right, I'm I'm in a tiny car, but the effect is really the same. You're just you're just yeah. fighting cars, right? It really is, and I mean, this is this is because of Toy Story, right? I mean, Toy Story kind of pushed all of this where we started playing like rc games again and it's like play lower remote control car games because it kind of it reminds us of you know when we were playing real rc cars when we were little kids and stuff so i i like the blending uh, of the two things and i thought it was an interesting little play yeah it was it's all right it wasn't bad it's all right it's still just you know yeah more it's more twisted metal and just in a different kind of take 
Uh, well, I just want Sony to make something new. Uh, we did mention already <laughs> Head On uh, from 2005 for the PSP and PS2. Uh, that is an excellent game. Um, if we if we include that in the list, I'd probably tie that one with two, I guess. Right. I like that one a lot. Um, and we could mention Rogue Trip Vacation was- 2012. Yeah, that was the thing that uh, that that Jaffe was doing him and his team after they left uh, from uh, when they walked away from Twisted Metal. They still went and did a another card game. Yeah, a card. It, it, it was like it was a lot like it. Like yeah, um, it basically, I don't know. I'm trying to think what it'd be like. It'd be like if I don't know the, the Mortal Kombat guys left and made a Mortal Kombat fighting game that just wasn't called Mortal Kombat. Right. Yeah. Kind of same. Idea. It was just a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't quite as hardcore is uh twisted metal but it was basically you know that's that's what it was yeah it was it wasn't i remember it not being great i think a friend had it maybe andrew had yeah it. yeah that's fine it just didn't have all of it just didn't have everything together no you know right it just but it, it looks like it they must use the same engine i'm assuming because it looks like you know it looks like a twisted metal too yep that is absolutely correct all right well there you go that's our look at all things twisted metal i would highly recommend playing it even the old stuff give it a chance mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite series of all time yeah and uh you can uh go not too wrong by doing that all right we're gonna play guess my game destroy it <laughs> it's time to play guess our game that's right i'm gonna play some audio from a game and brian's gonna have to try to guess what it is i'll do the same to him okay what i know weird uh, i'm gonna start with this and i'll tell you our two hints you can ask three questions though uh it is a super nintendo game and it came out in 1991 all right. Super Nintendo mm-hmm. in the 19 of 91. Here it is. That is such, to, me, to me, this sound is such a giveaway right here. Hey. It definitely sounds like a car game. So is it a car game? We get my first question. Is it a car game? Yes. You are correct. Here, you'll get this sound when you. What year was it again? Uh, the year was 91. 91. 91. Whoops. Here, I'll give you a little more of this. It sounds like toy cars, though. Is it some kind of toy car? Oh, look at you with the with the toy car. Huh. I wonder if it's a toy car. Ooh. I'm going to say yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> The answer is yes. Yeah. NES um, Super is a toy NES. car. I guess I probably should have just asked that uh, the first time around. I should have just said instead of car, then toy car. So I really kind of screwed myself up there, huh? Well, it's definitely um, toy car. But you're, you're you're right about both questions. But yes, you could have done that in one question, I guess. All right. So the, I guess the third question is, is this one of your all-time favorite games that you never shut up about? Um... I, it's one of my favorite game series, but I probably <laughs> shut up plenty about it. So I don't talk about it all the time, but I do really like right. it. And the PlayStation version of the game was also a favorite. I love that game. Okay. Is it Micro Machines? Oh, my Lord. You got it right. <laughs> oh, is that the thing? Yeah. 
You did it, Brian. Yeah, you did it. You did. I don't think we we talked about doing an episode of that. We definitely need to do because I loved it too. We definitely need to do as an episode on uh, micro machines. It's, yeah, it is. It is a no brainer. Huge fan of the micro yes. machine series for sure. All right, Brian. I'm going to play yours. Uh, please tell me my initial hints here. What are we talking about? Uh, so the the year is um, uh, 1983, and we are at the arcade. Ooh. All right, here we go. Oh, <laughs> you may if, if you know it, you'll know it right away. If you don't know it, it'll frustrate you. Oh my gosh, I know this. Why? Why? why, why yep. It's burned into your head, but you haven't thought about the name in probably twenty years. <laughs> uh, what year was it again? Did you say nineteen eighty-three. Holy shit, that is so familiar. You're going to kick yourself when you remember all of a sudden it's going to just flood to you. Okay, first question. Got questions? Is it, is it Beer Tapper? No, but I can see why you might think that. Okay, is it Popeye? No, but that's also a good, that's okay. a good guess. I got one more guess. Got one more. Whoops. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is going to bug me so bad. I've had this game. Oh, yeah. We've all had this game. We've played tons of it. And it's like, even while I was, even while I was listening, I was like, what? Why don't I remember this? Oh, my God. Yes, of course. That's it. That's the music. Duh. Is it a scrolling? <gasps> it's, it's, is it no, a scrolling screens? Oh, well. There goes that idea. Um. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh. My last question before I give you my answer. Do it. Is it a Nintendo property? Uh. Namco. Namco. Is this Super Pac-Land? Nope. Or Pac-Man? About land? Nope. I nope. give. I gets all my questions. Nope. What is no it? No pack. What is this? Is the arcade game Mappy from oh, 1983 by Namco? You're right. Freaking Mappy, dude! I know this music. I know it's it's like uh, how do you? It's it's like oh god, Ugh. it's just uh, it's it's burnt into your brain. The music is, but for some reason, it's disconnected from the actual it gameplay. Is. For in my mind, yeah, but it's it, like uh, when people say here, where's the where's the beef? You don't always remember yeah. it's Wendy's, but you just remember everything yeah. about where's the beef. It's that. It's like that because Mappy is so unfor- is so forgettable, but that music is yeah. impossible to take out of your music. head. Yep, yep. You bastard. You got me today. You bastard. Nicely done. Welcome to the treasure room. We got a text today I think you'll like. It's from Craig. Oh, hi, Craig. Or Craig. I don't know how he prefers it. Some people say Craig. Anyway, it says, Morning, Scott and Brian. Two quick questions. Number one, Brian keeps talking about going to newspapers to set up their computers. Oh, this is TMS. This is wrong, wrong email. So actually, it is and it isn't. It's a really weird crossover. I read yeah. the question. Yeah. The first part is an Ibit question. It is. The second part is an Ibit or Dunaway it question. It can go either way. And then exactly. the third part is a play retro question. Yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> we're going to jump to question two. What 3D yeah, yeah, printer yeah. do you recommend to get a hobbyist or for a hobbyist that would be a step above beginner so they don't need to upgrade too soon later? So let's answer that first. What do you like? What do you have? Are you happy with it? 
Okay, so the 3D printing question is, I have a couple of uh, 3D printers. I have an FDM printer, which is like melting plastic uh, onto a bed until it forms something. And it makes very good uh, utilitarian like things that you would need to make. Like if you need something that's going to be strong, uh, strong like bull, <laughs> then you need an FDM <laughs> printer that uses this plastic stuff. I have an Ender 3 version 2 price very reasonably uh, I think like around 150 or so, okay. um, and you know the filament's not too bad. Use like 20 bucks. You can you can make things for you know under a dollar. Lots of times, usually cents. Uh, like I make a lot of these stands that I do for my my retro consoles. I make those. Uh, I make those like like for a dollar. Yeah, and so it's it's a no brainer. Now, if you like models, if you like printing little models, which is more what Ibit does a lot of times. He does a lot of uh, uh, that. That's more of a resin printer. Um, and I have an Elegu Mars three, uh, and I do resin print on it. It's big enough to print, you know, like somewhere between five to six inch figures, maybe. Mm. Um, and, but all of those things are very fragile unless you add a lot of, uh, of flexible type material to it. This kind of makes it more flexible, but you lose definition on it. But that was also very inexpensive. Okay. Uh, but there's, there's more to it. It's if it's, I usually explain it. I asked the person, first of all, have you ever done any photo development work where you work with chemicals a lot? If their answer is yes, I go, then resin printer will probably be your home because yeah. you got to do a lot of chemical stuff. You got to be careful. Uh, and it's like processing, you know, like film almost. Yeah. FDM printer is not like that at all. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, it's just, it's just melting some plastic and it just, it just builds up stuff, but you're not going to get the detail. That right. you would expect from like a, a model. If you want to do something big, like a pop vinyl kind of kind of character, you might be able to do it with the FDM printer. But anything with details, you're going to lose it. All right. Well, there you go. Does that kind of answer the question? So in that in review, Ender three version two FDM printer. There's a lot more out there. Uh, in Elegoo Mars uh, three uh, for my resin printing, which is uh, figures. And if you want to know where I got my information from, it was Brian Ibbett. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, go bug Ibbett. <laughs> He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also went on to ask us about TRS-80 games and uh, the yes. joysticks and peripherals for that stuff. I'd love to do that. That sounds I great. I think doing TRS-80 and microcomputers in general would be a lot of fun. Those those early 19s, those, those late 70s uh, yeah. microcomputers. Yeah, I think dude. that'd be a fun I fun agree. Dive. I agree. The ta all that Tandy shit, all that stuff. Mm, all that Tandy shit. Let's do, let's do what we did at Let Radio Let it on Shack. down to Radio Shack. That's right. Get us some diodes and a TRS-80. <laughs> and a single LED light. Woo-hoo! <laughs> uh, Craig, that's a great idea. We will definitely put that on the docket, okay? Yep, yep. Next week, we get back to the arcade, and we talk about Frogger. Yes! Ribbit. I suck at Frogger, and I can't wait to play some Frogger. Look, I love Frogger. I even, but I probably suck at it too. But I, but I bet I be, I could beat you in Frogger. I played a lot of Frogger back in the day. I think everybody's good at the first level of Frogger. <laughs> Look, Frogger, <laughs> Frogger was like all quarter-based uh, arcade machines. It was designed to take yeah. your freaking money, so it got harder really quick. And yeah. uh, worth talking about though, because I think Frogger's got a big place in, uh, you know, games history. The, it even made it to the PlayStation. Yeah, even though it was in a different form. They've tried to keep that IP alive. It was one of my favorite Seinfeld episodes, the one where they tried to move oh, the Frogger yes. machine without losing the high scores on it. So good. Yes. So anyway, we'll talk all about Frogger next week. It's origins, it's destination, and everything in between. So tune in for that. Um, but I do want to say this before we go. All right. 
Oh, as far as when that'll be. No, it'll still be next Wednesday. I get home yeah. from a trip, but I get home in time for this show. So don't worry. There, nothing changes. Everything's happening okay. next next so week. So I thought we might be starting a little bit later. It'll but be a little later. Be, It'll be a little later, yeah. but it'll but still be the tuned. same day. Yeah, stay for tuned. Wednesday. We'll let you know. Uh, in the meantime, patreon.com slash play retro is how you can help us out. Big shout out to Su, uh, Sutranu. 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 I think is how you say it. Liquid Smoke 2517 and, and hey. Wes. These three folks joined us oh, hi, Wes. since we last spoke, and we really appreciate their patronage. If you want to be like them, have your name shouted out and take advantage of the great benefits that are yours for the taking. Go to patreon.com slash TMS right now. TMS. Play Retro. <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com slash play retro is what i meant to say twisted metal show that's what tms stands for. that's the one know. exactly um anyway go do that please also watch for some special stuff on the twisted metals coming from dunaway we're going to post that up on the patreon coming up yep i'm about to fire up my so. ps2 and play that uh play the cutscenes that we missed from twisted metal one. Oh, that's awesome do, mm-hmm. do that we'll share it with you you guys are going to love it Play Retro Show at gmail.com. Play Retro Show on Twitter. Leave us voicemails and or texts at 801-471-0462. That is going to do it for us. Brian, anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, uh, my name is Calypso. Uh-huh. And welcome to the Twisted Metal. Holy shit. All right. that's You heard it here first, wish, everybody. Wish granted. <laughs> See you next week. Psych. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Welcome to Twisted Metal. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.